Are you having trouble with one of your children where their behavior seems to have changed? They used to be a great student and there were never any issues at school and now it seems like you're getting a call every day? Well, today I have a change in perspective that may help you to understand a little bit more about what's going on and help that child to regain that good behavior pattern that they used to have. Let's check it out. Well, hello again, everyone. My name is Jim White, and I'm an author, coach, and the founder of the Family Enrichment Academy. And today we're going to be talking about a situation where maybe your child's behavior has, has changed and has changed for the worse. And I'm going to give you a different strategy or a different perspective for that. Before we do that, though, I did want to let you know I do have a free resource for you. It's our top 10 parenting tips. And it's available at the website familyenrichmentacademy.com. So be sure to go there and check that out. You can download it for free. So let's circle back to this question of a child where their behavior seems to have changed. And this actually uh, popped up as a topic. I've been reading this book, The Five Love Languages of Children. And it was a particular story that was shared by the author in here about a family that was struggling with this. And um, it was interesting, his take on it. And it really has a strong connection to one of the sort of messages that I like to share with parents as well. So let me tell you a little bit about the, the story. So this, it was a third grade, <coughs> third grade boy, and he had in first, second grade had been a good student, no issues. But for some reason in third grade, things had really flipped around. Um, he would, it seemed like he was needy is the way they described it. He would go to the teacher and ask question after question. It was just constantly going to the teacher's desk, almost to the point that it just, it, and the questions were simple and things that he already knew the answers to. They also said when it was recess time, they'd be out at the playground, he would seek out the teacher and he would just stand by her and, and hold, hold her hand. You know, that was another change. It just seemed odd to them. And they, another scenario they described was in the lunchroom, sometimes the teacher would have a quote-unquote special student that she would have lunch with. Whenever she did that, this young boy would go over and try to crowd in and, and be a part of that special lunch and sort of crowd the other child out. So this behavior was really getting to be a problem. And they, again, they had had several calls from the teacher around it. And this particular couple happened to be at a workshop that the author of this book, his name is uh, Gary Chapman, was putting on. And they had an opportunity to, to get with him and they asked, you know, do you have any ideas or things that we might be able to do to help in this situation? Well, Gary, before he, he provided an answer, he asked if their circumstance had changed any, if there was anything going on or that had gone on recently that had shifted the dynamics or the daily routine within the home. And the couple went on to share that the wife, who, um, so the mother of the child, had gone from working part-time to full-time. And this meant that when the child came home from school, instead of coming, having mom pick him up and being able to be with her for those first few hours after school, he was actually going to a grandparent's house and was there until mom was able to pick him up later in the day. So that was one shift that they noted. And then another thing, the father also noted that they used to spend a little bit more time on the weekends just doing special things together and for whatever reason, just busy or whatever, that had kind of fallen away. Well, 
Gary, Mr. Chapman, had noticed, he said, you know, the, the child is probably just missing that time with you. And again, the premise of this book, The Five Love Languages, one of those love languages is quality time. And so the assertion was that you need that, that lack of quality time or the change in the amount of quality time is what's causing the child to misbehave. And so the recommendation was to try to build back in some quality time with the child. Now, as I was reading this, I was thinking about you know, my work with parents and in the way that I would have answered this question. And it's interesting, a little different words, but very similar message. One of these things that I always share with parents is the idea that any bad or unwanted behavior is always a call for love or a call to connect. So in this case, the bad or unwanted behavior was the changes that had happened in school. And I would assert that that child is feeling disconnected, which when you think about what's happened within the family dynamic, that makes sense. He's, you know, mom is, is not around as much. So the child feels a little disconnected, a little more isolated. And consequently, that's uncomfortable. And, those, and he's looking for a way to connect. That's what all this reaching out at school is about, is how can I reconnect and feel safe again? Um, and so I would have encouraged the parents to do the same thing, find ways to build connection. And in this case, it's around quality time. It's being present, being with him, having some special moments together. And that quality time will help rebuild that connection, which will have the child feel safe and comfortable again, which will then allow him to relax and that unwanted behavior will then go away. And actually it was interesting Mr. Chapman was able to reconnect with this couple a year later and they said in fact that had happened. They were really intentional and I think that's part of it too. We have to be very intentional about building that connection when these things happen. And it points to that sometimes it's just a dynamic that happens within the family that can cause that disconnect. And so it's, it's going to ebb and flow and that's what we just need to be aware of as parents. And if we notice there's a, something's happened that's created a change where the, the child feels less connected, we have to lean into that and really work to build connection. And obviously quality time is a great way to do that. So just a quick story to share. So if you're struggling with that, you have a child whose maybe behavior has changed a little bit, do a little self-reflection. What's changed maybe in the routine or is there something that's, that's happened, you know, a friend, maybe their best friend moved away, for example. That's one of those things that can change. Um, or a, a grandparent or a favorite aunt or uncle moved or maybe they're not able to spend as much time with them as they used to. Whatever it might be, they've probably experienced some disconnect and so your goal is to try to rebuild and deepen that connection with you to bring that safety and comfort back to them. I like to say when you build connection, the goal is to have the child feel seen for who they are and loved unconditionally. That's the goal. So give it a try. Before we sign off, I did want to let you know or remind you that I do have that resource. It's our top 10 parenting tips. I think you really enjoy it, so be sure to go to the website familyenrichmentacademy.com. Download that for free. As always, it's truly an honor to be able to serve and support you as you move along your parenting journey, and it truly is a journey. Until next time, remember, choosing a loving perspective changes everything.